Greetings, friends, and welcome aboard the Wildlife Express. For a safe journey, remember to stay seated, keeping your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the train. Sit all the way back against the bench, and please be sure to watch your children. Asante. Bienvenidos a bordo del Wildlife Express. Para que tengan un viaje seguro, manténganse sentados, con las manos, brazos, pies y piernas dentro del tren. Siéntense hasta atrás, pegados al respaldo de la banca. Y por favor, vigilen a los niños. Gracias. Express with service to Rafiki's Planet Watch. Here, you'll discover a wide range of animal adventures. From the affection section, where you can get up close and personal with domesticated animals like goats, sheep, and more, to sneak peeks at animal care in action at our veterinary, nutrition, and science centers. Also, be sure to check out the animation experience at Conservation Station where you can learn to draw your favorite Disney characters, inspired by live animals, from one of our animators. The tradition of animals and animation reaches all the way back to Walt Disney himself and his long-standing passion for conservation. He believed it was important that we protect our wildlife and preserve our natural world. This sense of motivation shaped his legacy from animation to conservation to the very adventures we offer here at Disney's Animal Kingdom each and every day. some of the exciting wildlife we might encounter along the way and the highly trained specialists who care for them. From ostriches and rhinos to the mighty African elephant, the species we care for here at Disney's Animal Kingdom are some of the very same animals that inspired animated classics like The Lion King, The Jungle Book, and more. continues today as animators travel throughout the world to observe animals in their own surroundings and that includes here at Disney's Animal Kingdom. We are now approaching Conservation Station at Rafiki's Planet Watch. For your safety and the safety of those around you, 
Please sit all the way back against the bench and avoid leaning out toward the railing. Remain seated until the train comes to a complete stop and please be sure to watch your children as you exit. Go well and explore. That was our lovely trip on the Wildlife Express here to Conservation Station. And of course, you're listening to the Central Florida Sights and Sounds, and the show starts right now. Get ready. It's time to surround yourself with some of the best attractions Central Florida has to offer. It's time for the Central Florida Sights and Sounds podcast with your hosts, John and Anne Marie Carigliano. To all who come to this happy place, Welcome. Welcome to our family time. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 12 of the Central Florida Sights and Sounds Podcast, bringing you the sights and sounds of Central Florida's world-class attractions. And I'm your host, John Crigliano, and of course, my lovely wife, who is under the weather right now, and so am I a little bit, the lovely Anne-Marie. Hi. 
Yes, you are slightly stuffy. Well, welcome to this week's show. We started the show out a little bit differently. We actually started on the Wildlife Express coming over here to Rafiki's Planet Watch. Which, oh my God, is open and didn't close forever. It's a miracle. Anyway, we're sitting here on the floor of the <laughs> conservation station. Um, but we are here to do the animation experience at Conservation Station. So like we were saying in the last episode, they brought back the Animation Academy, kind of similar, but with a conservation twist. Indeed, and they are going to be doing um, some of the animals from The Lion King. Um, also a neat aspect of this animation experience is they actually bring out some live animals that you're going to draw so you can kind of get some inspiration. I don't think it's actually live animals. They show you videos of live animals. I don't think they actually bring the animals. So wait, you're telling me there's not going to be a lion out here on the floor? No. I mean, they probably if there was anything, it would be a meerkat, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're bringing a lion over here. I think meerkats can be pretty yeah, vicious, too. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's just a video. Okay. <laughs> Via video, they will be showing you casing some live animals. <laughs> Of the ones that you're going to be drawing. But uh, so Amory and I are going to be doing that. Uh, I know it gets, sounds like quite exciting audio to listen someone draw. But uh, you'll at least hear our facilitator kind of talk about some of the animals. And we can post video or um, photos of our terrible drawings. Oh, like like our last drawing at, uh, what was it? The Magic of Disney Animation where you had a cross-eyed Jiminy Cricket. Don't I feel bad. <laughs> Anyway, uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the animation experience right here at the Central Florida Sights and Sounds podcast. Welcome, friends, to the animation experience at Conservation Station. Since the 1930s, Disney animators have put their pencils to paper in service of the idea that the greatest inspiration often comes from the magic of nature. Walt Disney himself understood the importance of spending time around animals, studying their behavior and personalities in order to create realistic characters and dynamic storylines. This meeting of the human and animal worlds sparked a legacy of storytelling that has shaped our relationship with animals and conservation forever. Today, we invite you to become a part of that legacy as our own Disney artists help you learn to sketch characters inspired by the very animals found here at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Get your pencils ready because here comes our animation artist now. All right, well, hello, everybody. Woo! 
Welcome to the Animation Experience. My name is Brian. Hello. And uh, today we are going to draw Simba. Simba. All right, but first things first, let's make sure you have everything. Does everybody have paper? Yeah. Should have a circle on there already in blue lines. It's going to cut out a whole bunch of time for us having those already on there. It means I don't have to sit here for 10 minutes and teach you how to draw a circle, which is great. You can take those home, you can practice later and draw as many Simbas as you want at home. So fun. All right. Uh, pencils. Everybody have pencils? Yeah. And everybody have clipboards? Yeah. All right. Now, if at any point at all you need any of those things, if you break a pencil, if your clipboard spontaneously combusts, <coughs> anything like that, I have friends around the room that can help you out. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, as you heard in the voiceover, uh, Walt used to bring live animals into the studio uh, so the animators could get really up close and personal with their subjects see all the intricacies of the animals that they were drawing for the films. So that means we're going to bring in a lion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, now check under your seats. They should, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we can't bring in a live lion. Could you imagine putting him up here on this log and lunging at the first row the whole time while we're trying to draw? Wouldn't work out very well. So instead, what we're going to do is we're going to do what the filmmakers for the new Lion King film did in theaters now. And uh, that was, to, they actually came here. They came to Animal Kingdom and they filmed our animals. So uh, they set up motion tracker cameras and they really got as close as they could to the animals to see how they moved because, I mean, it's still an animated film. They're computer animated animals for this one, but they're all based on our animals here. Uh, so let's take a look at our inspiration. Meet Dakari an African lion. He may not look too busy if you come to visit him during the heat of the day. Being a carnivore, he is doing just what he needs to do. His strategy? It may be similar to some teenagers you know, laying down and resting to conserve energy. Lions can sleep up to 20 hours a day. Dokari has this down to an art form. With his schedule, Lion turns out to be a perfect name. Dakari likes to lie on grass, lie on rocks, lie in a shady spot. Dakari seems to get comfortable anywhere. In the wild, food is hard to come by. Not that a male lion would know. The lionesses typically do the hunting and all the caregiving for the family. With all that the females do for the pride, you may be asking, what exactly does this leave for the males to do? Oh yeah, there's that. And more of that. Declaring themselves the protector with a roar heard for miles. Dakari will usually instigate all the noise. Soon after Kamari and Kinsey will join in. Bonding the pride together. His keepers say Dakari's roar is distinctive and purposeful. What is made clear to all, he is the defender of his territory and his family. Lions in the wild are struggling due to conflict with people, over-resources and loss of habitat. The Disney Conservation Fund has supported lion conservation for over 20 years. Helping organizations find solutions that benefit people, lions, and their habitats across.
across eight countries. Come visit Dakari on the Kilimanjaro safaris to see him in action or not in action. Learn more about lions and how you can help. Now that is something to roar about. Pretty cool, right? Awesome and uh, fantastic timing. As soon as the video shut off, my camera turned off. <laughs> hey, look! Oh, almost, almost. Yes, fantastic! Yay! Technology. All right. So let's draw Simba, shall we? Yeah. Two of you are on board with this. That's good. All right. So we're going to start with Simba's eyes, and we're actually going to start with the iris of his eye. And for that, we've got all of these lovely guidelines already pre-drawn for us. So we're going to go one, two, three guidelines down. And in between the third and the fourth guidelines, we're going to draw a circle the size of a U.S. nickel. That is, oddly enough, exactly the size of a U.S. nickel. And it's going to be leaning so it's lined up with this guideline right here. And just go around and get a good circle. Now the best way to do this is just... Get a good shape in there, and then darken as you go. Now, in general, we're going to draw very, very lightly because you guys are missing something under pencils. What are you missing? Erasers. Erasers, exactly. Now, if we gave you erasers, you would still be drawing the circle 20 minutes from now. <laughs> they keep erasing and going, no, it's just not right. And you would leave with nothing. So we want you to leave with an actual drawing. We're going to do the same thing on this side. So... Get that rotation in there. And then just gradually darken it as you go. All right, that's the iris. Inside the iris, we get the pupil. So we go just inside that and we draw a slightly smaller circle on the inside of that. And you're gonna gradually darken that as you go as well. I hope I hear frustration already. Don't be frustrated yet. It's way too early to give up. Keep trying, keep trying. I mean, this, this is the first time I've ever drawn me. a circle or, or Simba before, but I mean, okay, like, you guys I'll, need I'll, more. I'll no, <laughs> Takes practice, guys. So you're not gonna get good at something unless you try and you do it a bunch. All right, inside of the pupils, we're going to draw a glimmer of light. Just a little there and there. Keep trying. You're like front and center. I can see you. <laughs> <laughs> Just do your best. Those are really good circles. There you go. All right, and then you're gonna fill in the pupil around that glimmer of light. Now keep in mind, if you get through this and you're just, you're really not liking your drawing, it means you're a true artist. The key is, is that other people like it. That's good. Because you're probably never gonna like your own stuff. All right, 
then we're going to draw the whites of the eyes. And it's just going to be a curve from the eye just above it here. Just get this little shape in here. The whites of the eyes. gradually darken that too. Some of this stuff, we're not going to overlap our lines, so once you're happy with the lines, you can actually just go right ahead and darken it. Alright. Above the eyes, we're going to give them eyelashes, just by thickening up this top curve. That adds a lot of life as well. Makes the eyes a little bit less stagnant. Clients have great eyesight. They do all their hunting at night. The females do. And the males do have an important role there. I know from the video it sounds like they just do nothing but sleep all the time. And that's their entire purpose in life. But no, they protect the pride. They're there to ward off enemies. All right. Now you may have noticed in that video of Dakari that he has these kind of black points in, in his tear ducts, and lions have that, so, so does Simba. And we're just gonna go from the inside here, we're gonna draw these little kind of funnel shapes. In the corner there, and there, and when you're happy with them, you're just going to fill them in. Now this is young Simba, in case you're confused as to who you're drawing. Young Simba, voiced by Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the original film, 25 years ago. Of course, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is best known for that one episode of Smallville he was on in the early 2000s. Yeah. So. No? Okay. Home improvement? All right. Now we're going to draw these arches around his eyes. They look a lot like the Gateway Arch in St. Louis. Anybody from St. Louis? No? Yesterday I had somebody that was really excited that I said this. All right, so we're going to start from the point of the tear duct, and you're going to curve up to that guideline, top right there, and then you're going to curve down, staying inside of your circle, and you're going to stop across from the glimmer of light. So we get these arch there, do this nice light, unless you're really popping it. Same thing on the other side. All right, now I have these little lines coming out from the side of the eye. This is going to curve out to the left and to the right. Kind of connect that all together. They can trace back over those arches. And in the tops of the arches, we're going to add some thickness. So we're going to give them eyebrows. So you can kind of draw a little curve on the inside of the arch. And then you can thicken it up and add a little bit of fur. 
doesn't prefer. Okay, it doesn't need to be symmetrical, so on the right side, you can give them more or less pieces of fur, depending on how you do it. got these um, pads under his eyes. They're light-colored pads. Lions have those because it helps reflect the moonlight. It makes it easier for them to see in the dark. So we're just going to start from this line. I'm going to run down to the guidelines. Stay just below the eye, very close to the bottom of the eye, and connect it together at the tear duct. You can do this with the dark lines. To bring your eraser next time. <laughs> if you're breaking your pencils, just you're being way too aggressive with your pencils if you're breaking your pencils. Alright, now we want to start on the nose, and my camera keeps turning off. It's not me, I swear. show once and someone was like, wow, you know, you really need to get artists that know how to use technology. They can't even run their cameras. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> All right. We're going to go from the curve of the eye patch and I'm going to run down to the guidelines. So I'm lined up with the inside of the pupil. Do that on both sides. And then we're going to, from there, Connect down to where this guideline touches this little guideline here with a big kind of stretched out U shape. Alright, now at the top here by the tear duct, I'm going to draw a couple of curves for wrinkles above the nose. Darken those. And we can Race back over the outer shape of the nose, and we can pull this line in just a little bit. The inside of the nose, we're going to draw a boomerang shape. If you don't remember what a boomerang looks like, don't worry, it'll come back to you. <laughs> Alright, we're going to go about halfway down below this guideline and this guideline with that boomerang shape. Alright, then for the nostrils, very important for him to be able to breathe. We're going to draw these little sesame seed shapes. And there. And you can fill those in. It's important to fill those in. He's not standing on the spotlight. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the big head. 
we're going to go from the bottom of the nose and draw a short line that's going to go halfway between the nose and the bottom of the circle, like that. It's going to help, uh, help us formulate his mouth. The other part to help us are his dimples, or the corners of his mouth. And for that, we start right up here by the creases and the tear duct. And I'm just going to draw a curve running down to the guideline, and then down to the circle. It's kind of like a seagull flying off in the distance of a painting. On this side, you can switch it up a little bit if you want. You can do more of an S-curve and curve down, so it's going to give them kind of a smirk when you do it. Or you can do it exactly the same as you did on the other side if you don't want to give them a smirk. And you can go back over those lines. We're going to go back to this short little line that we drew over here, and from the bottom of that, we're going to draw a brown... <coughs> Little frowny curve. Oh, Timber. The frown. <coughs> but then we're going to connect it all together from the middle of this line, from below the guideline, turning it into a letter W and a nice big smile. And when you're happy with your lines, Lions have extremely powerful jaws. <coughs> Alright, now from the corners of the mouth, I'm going to draw a very light line which is going to go down a slight angle until we run into that guideline at the bottom, there, and there, very lightly. And then we're going to curve it off on the bottom so it looks like a letter U. Now to darken this, we want to add fur to it, because he's fluffy. And so we're going to trace back over it, but we're going to add little pieces of rounded off fur. He's a hero character, so he's going to have very soft curves. Not like somebody like Scar, who's very jagged in his design. some ears. His ears look like mug handles. And the mug handles are going to start halfway between the top guideline and the second guideline right here. And it's going to run into the guideline at the top. Curve around, touching that bottom guideline, and then mug handles or big letter C shapes. Same thing on this side. Big bug handle shapes. How's everybody doing? Ooh, her throat looks great. Nice job. 
All right, then he's got some folds in his ears. They're going to look like a question mark. It's actually going to start just across from this little curve by the eye right here. And it's just going to curve up and look like a question mark. Nice and light with your lines. And then he has a little tuft of lighter colored fur on the inside of his ear. And for that, you just kind of draw the same shape that you did for the ear, just on the inside. Very light. All right, now before we can darken any, any of those lines for the ears, we need to overlap some lines for his cheeks. So for the cheeks, we'll start up here by where that question mark shape touches the side of the circle. And I'm just gonna very lightly curve out to that bottom yep, guideline yep. there. This guideline right here. And then I'm just gonna curve, staying outside of the circle, down to the chin, just very lightly. Same thing on both sides. Now for the cheeks, once you get those basic curves and shapes in there, you can just go back in and add fluff to them. And make it nice and dark from there. Fluff. Alright, then we can go back over the ears, but for the ears, on the outside of the ears, we're going to add some more fluff. symmetrical and we get those folds those question mark shapes on the inside and then there's a little tuft of fur on the inside off the inside of the ears. He's got three little hairs in there. You may have noticed those at the Kari as well to protect the ear canal. Three little hairs. Alright, now at the top of the head. He doesn't really have much of a mane yet. That's Simba's adult mane. They have they made this thing in the early 90s, and Simba's adult mane was actually um, based off of uh, John Bon Jovi's hair from the 80s. No joke. That is legitimately what they used for Simba's mane. For those of you only alive since the 90s, you might think, but John Bon Jovi has a short haircut. It has since the 90s. It's true. <laughs> but in the 80s, it's all about the hair, baby. Airbnb City. All right. So we're going to trace back over the top of the circle a little bit. When we get to the top, I'm just going to add some little pieces of fur. Nice and loose with them. Okay, you can finish off the top of the head up there on the other side. Then he's got some whiskers. 
He actually has four on one side and three on the other. So on the red side, you get one, two, three, four. On the left, one, two, three. Three whiskers. <coughs> Last but not least, you just want to shade that darker area of the ear. In here. Try to go all in the same direction with your shade. All right, now take a look at your drawing as you're finishing up. Take a look off to your right at that wall over there. And that guy in the green checkered shirt. Hi, guy in the green checkered shirt. You'll see people like Walt Disney himself using a lap board just like yours. So if you didn't like the lap boards, blame Walt. He's on there using it. As well as some legends like Frank Thomas and Ollie Johnston, two of the nine old men. Look them up. We also have Retta Scott over there, who's the first female animator at Disney. Mary Blair, who designed movies for us like Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan and the entire It's a Small World ride. They are all drawing from life. They are all looking at animals in some capacity and drawing those animals from life, just like you guys did. You guys can now count yourselves among those Disney legends on the wall right there. You are all now Disney legends. We will be sending you plaques in the mail. Just look for those. And um, thanks again, guys. How did everybody do? Ah, three of you had a good time, great. You guys all did really, really great. Yeah. Don't worry about that shading. Yeah. You can always finish that up later. Wow, that's really nice. Nice job. See, yours turned out really great. You just and you follow through. That's good. That's all you have to do. Oh, make sure that you sign your drawing. Not bad, Amber. They're giving me the eating oatmeal sign back there or something. <laughs> That way, everybody knows whose masterpiece this is. Throw the date on there, which is, today's still the 25th? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Of July, 2019. And there you guys have it. A very, very quick lesson. And another one, now the only, the adorable Simba! <laughs> right, thanks so much for drawing with me, guys. You will be exiting off to your left. You please leave those lap boards behind. You will be hearing a voiceover telling you to leave your pencils. Do not leave your pencils. In fact, repeat after me. I will not leave my pencil. Yeah, leave my pencil. Fantastic. In fact, you're going to drop it off with Don right there, who is holding that uh, little container up in the air, hoping, hoping with all of his heart that he gets to take your pencils from you. So thanks again, guys. Come back again another day, draw more characters with us. We do not draw the same character in every class. It's a difference every class. So feel free to come back around. And thanks again, guys. Come on. Thank you all for joining us in the animation experience at Conservation Station. Please gather your personal belongings before exiting, leaving a clipboard and pencil at your seat. And remember to take your artwork oh. with you. Oh, I leave my pencil. We hope you enjoy the rest of your visit at Rafiki's Planet. And the rest oh, of your adventure here. You can go that way. I'm going to go this way. <laughs>
Goodbye. Goodbye. So we're back outside as we're rolling up our lovely masterpieces. Neither one of us pretend to be actual artists. <laughs> I tried once. Like maybe like nine years ago. I would bought myself like a tablet and I uh, thought I could be an artist. Boy, that frustration really kicks in. <laughs> I mean, I'm a graphic designer, so like I can do this on a computer. I can't do it with my with my hands. Like, come on! What you tell me? You can't draw with your hands? I'm an artist, are you? Give me, I'm not. Give me Photoshop. <laughs> that's that's your canvas. Give me Photoshop or give me death. <laughs> Guess I'm giving you death. So what did you think, though? I mean, it was pretty much the same experience as the old Animation Academy at Hollywood Studios. Did you get, did you get two of them? He did, he gave me two. But obviously with the twist of talking about conservation and talking about live animals, mm -hmm. things like that. Ah. Oh. You got to tighten that up. You got to tighten that up. See how tight I got that? Oh, jeez Louise. Listeners at home, you have no idea how needy my wife is. Yep, 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 yep. I am not done yet. What did you think? Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's a little different than if you've only done it at the Animation Academy. Um, where you, at least you had the light tables. Mm -hmm. um, to do it on the clipboards is a little different, but um, I do appreciate that they put the guidelines on because when you're trying to freehand that, um, yeah, that's usually where you end up with a cross-eyed Jiminy Cricket. That's, that's usually where my problem started was making the original circles. <laughs> I don't, I don't make the perfect circles. If you, yeah. if you guys were watching the YouTube video that we that I just did of this um, experience. I don't make the circliest circles. I make like oblong circles. I messed up my ears. 
Yeah, I, I met. I got the one perfect, and then the right one, I I messed up. The only thing that I wish was a little bit different is like if they're they had an eraser. Well, besides that, I'm gonna bring an eraser next time. If they had, even if they didn't have the tables, even if they spaced the chairs out a little bit more. Oh yeah. Cause like you're like literally right on top of the person next to you. Yeah, there was a couple of times I got bumped by the the person next to me. Anyway, uh-huh. what's uh. We're doing anything else? No? Is that it? Is that all we're doing? All right. So I guess this will be this will be our outro. I don't just start over again. No, I'm okay with this outro. Sorry, listeners. Quiet, you. John's Anyway, without all the critique from my co-host. Don't forget, you can visit us at cfsas.com where you can email the show and critique me about how to do a proper outro. You can follow us on Twitter at CentralFLSAS and you can like us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. On next week's show, we'll do stuff. We'll do stuff. Obviously, um, also, reminder, uh, or a show reminder, on future upcoming shows, we'll be checking out Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Maybe. We don't know. Maybe. We don't know if we're allowed to bring any equipment. We will see. I think yes, because we previously did Pandora, and um, we were able to bring that stuff. So. But Toy Story was no. So. Toy Story was the cast only. Yeah. No, it wasn't. The second one wasn't. I just didn't get into the second one. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, we will see what ha- what happens. If we can, we will definitely be bringing you the wonderful things at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. If not, we'll probably do like we did with Toy Story, uh, the Slinky Dog Ride. And yes. just give you a recap of what it was like. Yes. So, as we are preparing to disembark Conservation Station, I hope you enjoyed this week's show. And say goodbye, Anne-Marie. Goodbye, Anne-Marie. And so long and have a magical week, everyone. We'll do better on next week's outro. I guess so. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe if you're good. Hannah means family. Family means nobody Nobody gets left behind or forgotten.